Fielded by Lorenzo Neal at the 25. Yeah, Pitches it. it back to Wycheck. He throws it across the field to Dyson. He's got something. 30, 40, He's got something. 50, He's got it. 40, He's got it. 20, 10. He's got five. it. End zone. Touchdown, Titans. There are no flags on the field. It's a miracle. This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour with your host, Drake Colley. And good afternoon and welcome into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, joined in the studio by Clayton V. Claw, all-seeing, all-knowing Harris, as we are three days away, Clayton. Really, if you want to get technical, we are 73 73 and a half hours away from kickoff of Super Bowl 58 that is in Las Vegas, Nevada at Allegiant Stadium where the Las Vegas Raiders now hold court. And uh, who you got? I mean, you know, I mean you don't have to st- I mean you're you're we're 3 days away. So you know, you're I'm not going to hold your feet to fire on this pick, but I mean, right now who, who you I'm going with a better quarterback. Okay. Go on, Patrick Mahomes. So we talked about the Super Bowl, and I talked about it maybe coming down to game six of the World Series, game seven of the World Series. And you got old man Justin Verlander going up against rookie sensation Jose whoever from the Dominican Republic, let's say. Mm -hmm. Rookie pitcher. Got to go with the experience. And they're basically even odds, let's say. I mean, I'm going to take Verlander. Doesn't mean I'm pulling for Verlander or Verlander. But, yeah, I mean, you're asking for just a a, a pick based on knowledge and and what you see and what you think. I mean, how can you doubt Patrick Mahomes? How can you bet against him? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, right. I, I, I don't. Yeah, and we've already talked about San Fran being a two point favorite, but the MVP favorite is Patrick Mahomes. Correct. And we know that the pat the most valuable player comes from the winning team, ninety nine point nine 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 percent of the time. That is correct. So, if that is the case, which I've already placed a bet on. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, I got him at eight and a half to one. Pretty good odds. Mm-hmm. That I is, mean, you know, that, that, those are fantastic odds. I mean, Christian McCaffrey has been waiting for this his whole life. While he was on a terrible team at Carolina Panthers, 
Mm-hmm. He's come back home to uh, his college area days from Stanford. And he's going to run like his ass is on fire come Sunday. I mean, this is the this is the game that you that you live for, that you play for sure. from the time that you're a kid. So you're old enough to to know what a Super Bowl is and you're a football player and you're out in the yard playing or at your friend your friend's backyard, wherever you are playing, Pop Warner, whatever the deal is. You you dream about this moment and K- Christian McCaffrey is the type of player that will take this moment, hold on to it, cherish it, embrace it, and make the most of it. Well, as I was about to say, the, the, the point of what I was saying is you're going to give everything you got. Period. There's no holding back. There you go. I mean, it's 100% you know what to the wall the entire time. And um, I think it's going to be a fantastic that, – that's what excites me more than anything. I, I think this is go, going to be a fantastic ball game. Well, let's do a little business first. Our game of the week, Murray County Public Schools game of the week is tomorrow night. Broadcast starts around 5.30 as we travel to Kalioka Unit School for a – they're in the same district, aren't they? They are. A district clash between Kalioka Warriors and the Santa Fe Wildcats and their all-star guard forward slash forward Aiden – Auden. Is it Auden? Auden? I'm sorry. I apologize. No, that's okay. I can't. Auden Slaughter. You, 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 and his you father. Guys, yeah. You guys say a lot of names over the course of yes. the season. And, so. the fa- and his father's coach, Brad. Mm-hmm. So. Um, Just a junior, by the way. Yeah. We get a whole nother year with him. There you go. Game of the week tomorrow night at Kalioka. Tune in. Senior night for the uh, Warrior fans out or there. Or you can go online and watch the video of it. That's right. As Big Lou Maddox will have the play-by-play, and I'll be sitting around. Adding my two one cent worth, not even two cents. I'm going to say just one. So, um, okay, NCAA basketball Monday night. Let's go back a couple of nights because the last time we were on was Monday. Uh, Monday night, unranked Kansas State at home beat number four Kansas, their interstate rival, obviously, mm-hmm. in overtime, seventy five to seventy. Tuesday night. Uh, number 17, Kentucky, took out their frustrations on Vanderbilt after Kentucky lost last week to Florida at home and then the Vols in Rupp Arena back-to-back. They slid on down I-65 to Nashville and opened up a can on the Commodores and Jerry Stackhouse, which I feel his – his tenure as head coach at Vanderbilt is over at the end of this season. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, but anyway, uh, and Kentucky was just favored by eight and a half in that game. They won 109-77. to I thought that was too small, but I didn't bet it. But, my God, they whipped the fire out, mm-hmm. of, uh, out of Vanderbilt. 109-77 to uh, was that final. Nevada, Nevada, however you want to pronounce it, beat number 22 Utah 77 to 63 on Tuesday. Unranked Oklahoma beat number 21 BYU 82 to 66. Unranked Clemson beat number 3 North Carolina in Chapel Hill 80 to 66. Clemson beat Alabama earlier this year. Clemson kind of Clemson either plays 
they're very roller coasteristic, if that's a word. They, I mean, they could look like they're just the best team in the nation, and then sometimes they'll go into somebody's gym or play at home and just look like they can't throw the ball in the dang ocean. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. But anyway, last night, number 12 Auburn opened up a can on our boys, Clayton. Yeah, they did. I mean, Alabama started out just shooting threes. It looked like, oh, boy, this is going to be a great night. It, you know, Alabama's going to score up in the hundreds. Well, Auburn almost scored 100. Yes, I didn't did. watch the end of the ball game, but were they trying to get to 100 on it? Oh, there, there's no doubt. They were, they were trying to get there. Uh, I think the big thing in that game was the uh, post presence of the – is it Broom? Uh, the the post player for Auburn, yeah, he was out, he played out of his mind. He, he's a good ball player. I, I gotta give that guy some credit. He's the one that slapped at Morgan Freeman uh, in that old Miss game, and then realized that it was Morgan Freeman that <laughs> actually had his hand on his back. Uh, but yeah, he's a good ball player. I knew that game was going to be tough. They 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 owed us one after what happened in Tuscaloosa. Yes. So, I mean I mean that's just part. That's SEC basketball, man. That's right, and that's and that is how. You knowing that they owed us one down there, Absolutely. you knew you knew better. Oh, I didn't touch it. I didn't. You knew better, I, I didn't you knew better than to take Alabama plus the five points. Didn't last even night. didn't even think about it as they got beat ninety nine to eighty one, almost a honey uh, hung on them, but that Auburn couldn't quite get there. Also last night, Providence outlasted number nineteen Creighton in overtime, ninety one to eighty seven. Number six, Tennessee. Played LSU. Won by 20 over LSU. Yeah. 88 to 68. Tonight, the only top 25 action we have on the hard court is number eight, Arizona's favored by five points at Utah. And I remember the last time I saw a Utah score was when they played UCLA a couple of weeks ago, and it was like uh, 94 to – 44 or something that Utah beat UCLA. I mean, they hammered UCLA. What is going on at UCLA? I don't know. I don't know. They need to resurrect John Wooden, I guess. So, uh, Also tonight, that game, the Arizona game starts at 7 o'clock. Number 20, Florida Atlantic is at UAB, and Florida Atlantic is also favored by five points. And that game starts at 8 o'clock tonight. Uh National Signing Day for college football. Yeah. The second one. Yeah, second round. <laughs> the original. That, that, the, this was the original This time. was the original the first, signing The day. first Wednesday in February. That's the original signing day. Correct. Now there's an early signing day. Correct. In November, yes. Why, why have a signing? If you've got all this transfer portal stuff going on, why have an early signing day? Why, why not wait? Just, why not? I don't. Why not wait until? Well, wait and see what. Who, and, where and opening ends the portal up, up and, right. and doing all that crap. I mean, you just you're just adding fuel to the fire if you let all this go on kind of before the bowls are played. Uh, you know, before the championship games are played. Whatever the deal is. Why don't why don't you get the stuff in chronological order so it makes common sense where athletes and players will stay with the universities that they're that they are, and then after the season is over, then they can they can enter the transfer portal, kind of not before a bowl game. 
Does that make sense, or am I? No, no, you're you're, you're right. And I mean, I, I, as you know, I think you you and Lou may have mentioned it the other day. The SEC and the Big Ten are are joining together to create some type of committee that is going to work on trying to fix college football. To me, if I'm the NCAA, I'm starting to sweat bullets because I think that's what's going to end up happening is they're going to tell the NCAA, see you, and kind of create something amongst the conferences to have some type of control. Now, I don't want to steal your thunder on what we're going to talk about later, but the from what I've read, one name that keeps coming up to head this thing, one Nicholas Lou Saban. Really? And I think that – I'm telling you, he's always been very opinionated on these early signing days. He, he, he was not a big fan of that. Uh, he was He's always been opinion, you know, as far as how the structure of uh, the recruiting angle works. I don't think you could ask for a better guy to help maybe uh, try to fix some of these problems in college football. Uh, absolutely. And he has credibility. Well, I'll tell you one, I'll tell you one former coach that's not going to be running it, and that's Phil Fulmer. Oh, no, no. Phil's, Phil's so, days are dirty. So get Phil's name out of your mouth yeah, is that, what that, I'm that, saying. Don't, no. don't You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's not going to happen. That, that, that will but not happen. Nick has got his third act coming up. He He's does. Got, you he know, does. Uh, in his football career, and it will be with ESPN. As uh, ESPN announced yesterday that the legendary coach, Nick Saban, will be joining College Game Day as an analyst. Uh, a huge addition for the show, given Saban's just wealth of knowledge on football in general and college football. And again, let him go do this for a year. Get this alliance between the SEC and Big Ten, because everybody's either going to be SEC or Big Ten for the most part. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Let him go out there on the road for a year. Let people get to know him better than what they've known him since he's a coach and put him in charge of this thing to get college football fixed. I think he can do it. I think he will do it. What a smart move by ESPN to go out and hire him right off the bat. You know, obviously Lee Corso was in that role. And, boy, uh, and you know, Lee's, but, Lee's time for Lee to move on, you know. But I can assure you, I don't think Coach Saban will be putting on any headgear. No, I don't either. No. Uh, and uh, to quote Saban, he says, ESPN and College Game Day have played such an important role in the growth of college football. And he went on to say, I'm honored to have the opportunity to join their team. I'll do my best to offer additional insights and perspectives to contribute to College Game Day, the ultimate Saturday tradition for college football fans everywhere. Absolutely. Been watching it since Couldn't have said it better kid. myself. No, I agree. Which is what I kind of try to do on uh, the game of the week with yeah, uh, yeah, with uh, Big Lou Maddox, That's which right. will be tomorrow night at Kalioka against Santa Fe and Auden Slaughter. Yep. Okay. Yep. Um, now, ESPN chairman Jimmy Pitaro said, quote, Nick Saban is a, is a singular, iconic presence in college football. He is also an extremely gifted communicator who will immediately add even more credibility, authority, and entertainment value to ESPN, including our esteemed College Game Day show. So, roll on, Big Nick. Now, we still, and, and you and I as Alabamans, we still get to see him on Saturdays. What I'm not, what I got to prepare myself for... <laughs> Is when he picks against Alabama. Oh my God. I know, right? I don't know if I can.
This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake. He's the Claw. We'll be right back. This is Coach Traders Golf from Columbia Central High School Football. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Hi, this is Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. Here is what some of our customers are saying about us. Great people. The place to shop for fair prices and great craftsmanship. Beautiful vintage and custom jewelry. Thank you, Beth. That is our goal. Stop by and see for yourself. Make sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Tillis Jewelry, downtown Columbia. Owned and operated by Rick, custom designer and Terry registered gemologist. Assuring you the best jewelry value and expert services. Hi, Jimmy here for Columbia Ace Hardware. Columbia Ace Hardware now carries Magnolia Home by Joanna Gaines Paint. Now their premium quality and huge selection of colors will be right in your neighborhood. Along with the award-winning service and advice, Columbia Ace has always provided for your paint projects. Around the block, what you need in stock, with people who know their paint. Columbia Ace, the helpful place. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big. No tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113. Or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. This is Elk Kennedy. 
The old saying is, happy wife, happy life couldn't be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back, but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled. But then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. Hey, this is Seth Moss at Tennessee Valley Equipment, a premier FAE Prime Tech, Bandit, and Shearex dealer. We are your dealer for all of your land clearing and forestry mulching needs. We sell equipment, provide repair service, and parts along with a rental fleet of mulching equipment. We also offer mulching teeth, blades, and sharpening. Our number one priority is getting you up and running as quickly and affordable as possible. Tennessee Valley is located at 300 Santa Fe Pike in wonderful Columbia, Tennessee. Stop by or give us a call today at 931-981-9812. This is Debbie Matthews with the National Realty Group, and if you've been paying attention, you know the housing market has been tough, but rates are beginning to thaw. So if you're thinking about selling, the time to jump in is getting better every day. But if you're thinking about buying and those interest rates are still a little bit too high, a good agent knows how to negotiate interest rate buy-downs. And I'm a good agent. So call me, Debbie Matthews with National Realty Group, 615-476-3224. This is Trip Stoltz with Columbia Ace Hardware. I love listening to 101.7 WKOM-FM, Columbia, Tennessee. Have you ever wondered if your insurance needs can be personalized? This is Hunter Carey. Our team specializes in planning your insurance needs to get you the best possible solution. State Farm is the largest home and auto insurer in the country. I love bringing that to my hometown. Born and raised in Columbia, I'm grateful for our close community ties. We offer help with home, auto, and life insurance for everyone in our community. Our office is located at 909 South Garden Street across from the fire station. We're also online at huntercary.com. That's huntercary.com. And welcome back into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, joined in the studio by Clayton, the ever-knowing and ever-seeing Claw. And we got a special guest just walked in, Big Lou Maddox. What's going on, Big Lou? What's up, everybody? How's the traffic from Murfreesboro? I've been in the car for about 11 hours since yesterday. So Wow. What? You went to Knoxville to the game, didn't you? Went to Knoxville last night, got back about 1 a.m. last night, got up this morning, drove straight to Murfreesboro, and just got back for the second segment of the show. How old are you, you, Big Lou? I'll be 20 in a week. You can handle that. You can handle that. Back when I was 20, I could ride a bicycle from here to California and back and not even blink an eye (laughs) without even stopping for water. You know what I mean? How was 20? Yeah. You're, you're bulletproof, baby. You're indestructible. How was, great. How was Thompson Bowling Arena? At Food City Center. At, which the, at the summit. Ridiculous. But it was good. It was good. They, you know, thought talked to talked to Glenn Thaxton before beforehand. With for the ball network, huh? Yeah, the executive uh, director there. And um, he kind of expected him coming off of the high at Rupp Arena to play kind of down to LSU's level. And they kind of did there for a little bit towards the end. But. You know, got a twenty point win. It was a good night. It was a good night. There you have it. Um some schools had good days yesterday, as well as good nights as the mm-hmm. National Signing Day 
for college football was yesterday. Now there was an early signing day back in November, correct? And a lot of and a lot of schools like UT, um, they didn't have a lot to add yesterday because they'd have taken care of most of their um, recruitments or recruiting. Uh, is already done before yesterday. But 24-7 Sports has come out with the rankings for the national signing after National Signing Day. And I'm just going to basically start with number 20. They've got number 25 is Kentucky. Uh, Texas Tech is 24. Wisconsin, 23. South Carolina. And you all will notice as I read these off, the SEC schools – are in this top 25. We've oh, already yeah. talked about Kentucky. South Carolina at 22. Ole Miss at 21. Missouri at 20. Texas A&M at 19. Nebraska's at 18. Southern Cal comes in at 17. Michigan is at 16. They have no – right now they're listing no five stars at Michigan. Um, kind of expected. Yeah. With Harbaugh leaving. Yeah, and they, you know, the, the, all the cheating going on. They might be looking down, you know, it's a double barrel shotgun. Who knows? Florida's at number 14. Tennessee comes in at number 13. Tennessee's list, listing two five star commitments, four 11 stars, and three eight stars. And, and is this just. This signing day, this or does this count? This counts everything. Okay, this is this is this is total class, right? Yes. The total class. Because I'm I'm looking at rivals, and, and they're very similar. Okay, they're, Tennessee's 13th in both of those. Polls. I got you. Florida State comes in at 12. Clemson at 11. Auburn is number 10. So far, we got eight teams in the top top 25. 25. Talking about the SEC, Hughes done a good job, I guess. Oklahoma comes in. I'm sorry. Notre Dame comes in at nine. Oklahoma comes in at number eight. That's nine. LSU comes in at seven. That's ten. Texas comes in at number six. Eleven. Then the top five go like this. Ohio State with four five-star recruits, 14 four-stars, and three three-stars. They come at number five. University of Miami, Mario Cristobal. It's kind of shocking. Head coach. Comes in number four. They claim to have three five-stars, four 11s, and 13 three-stars. Oregon comes in at number three. They list no five-stars, but 22 four-star players for Dan Landing and company, and five three-stars. Number two is the University of Alabama, 28 commitments. Fifteen. They have five five stars, seventeen four stars, and six three stars. And there's only one team left that can be number one. Georgia. And that's Georgia. Sixteen. Out so of 16, 18. sixteen. So Vanderbilt and Mississippi State. Only two teams in the not in the top twenty that are not in the top twenty five in recruiting. It's pretty, pretty good. It's pretty dang, pretty dang strong. I it's mean, no matter how you cut the entire top twenty-five, no matter how you cut it, that's pretty dang strong. And I, you know, um, and, and and this poll has Mississippi State at number twenty-six on rivals. <laughs> so I mean, so, and Vanderbilt. I mean, I'm gonna have to keep scroll 
39. So depending on who you talk to, where yeah. you look, yeah. you're talking about the only team not in the top 25 in as far as, as top recruiting class rankings is Vanderbilt. That is correct. God bless Vanderbilt. I, you know, it bless their heart. I, you know, but they got, I mean, but, my dad went to Vanderbilt. You know, I, I grew up cheering for Vanderbilt. I was, you know, a Vanderbilt guy. I just, I just, gum and I just wish they do a little bit better. Is it, course, is it Clark Lee or is he, is he not When it comes to help? baseball, you know. Well, I mean, that's a given. I mean, they're knocking it out of the park. I mean, good pun. The pun. Yeah, now, good pun. I, I did speak to a, uh, a Vanderbilt person whose son played at Vanderbilt who told me and James Dickinson just a couple of weeks ago that they were going to put $100 million into an NIL collective. So I don't know if Ingram is writing a check. I don't, I don't, I don't know who's going to provide. But I'm telling you, you're recruiting kids to the city of Nashville. That should be easy. Yeah. That should be easy. If you had any type of program whatsoever. That, that, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's the number one city in, within the SEC, and it's sad that Vanderbilt gets to claim that, even though they should have an easy time doing that. If I'm Greg Sankey, I'm sitting down with the people at Vanderbilt, and I'm saying, look, fellas, you're getting all this television money. You're getting your, your share. You're getting um, – you're getting money from from other uh, resources that the SEC signs with different sponsors. You got to step your game up, especially in basketball. I mean, what what's happening up there? I mean, for most of my life, Vanderbilt has at least put a competitive basketball team on the floor. They're six and sixteen. I mean, you go back to Eddie Fogler. I mean, Kevin Stallings ha- had a very competitive. Jan Van Bredekoff even had some competitive teams in the mid nineties. Um. They they've stuck. They, they I, I'm sorry. I know. I know. Last year they they kind of had a run at the end of the year, and I think maybe they made the NIT. But, they did uh, and, and went pretty far in the NIT. But 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 still haven't done anything this year. They've done nothing, and, and I think that's a stack house thing more than anything to me. But for football, Clark Lee is kind of. I mean, what do you guys think of? Clark Lee, do you think he's not getting the support that he should be getting, or do you think well, it's I mean, a him problem? You just don't have the players. That's it. I mean, it, it, it just not, doesn't happen. It's not about. I don't care. You know, I don't care. I don't care if you're John Wooden. I don't care if you're Nick Saban. I don't care if you're Paul Bear Bryant sitting on the right hand of God, which is pretty much where he sits, isn't it? I, I believe. Okay. Well, he's but a, anyway, he's that, uh, unless you've got the horses, you're not going to win a horse race. You know. If you, I mean, if, unless you've got the players, you're not going to be a winning football program in that, the S in the SC in 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 today's climate of division power one, five, the haves one, yeah. and the have nots. I think Vanderbilt that, is a have not. That's why you got to give Smarty Pants, Mr. James Franklin, some credit. At least he oh, was yeah. able to bring some talent in to make him competitive. And it, which they were ranked they, there for a little bit. Absolutely, game day actually showed up when they played Auburn there one year. Which who would have ever thought college game day would be at Vanderbilt? Uh, which you know the, the job he did there propelled him to take the Penn State job. But um, I don't know what they got to do, but they 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 got to figure it out. They got to do something. Well, about a month you were, you you referred just a second ago to Sankey and the Big Ten. So about a month ago. Leaders of the college football playoffs—they all gathered in Houston, Texas, ahead of the national championship game. And 
to take a look at the college football playoffs mm-hmm. and whether this 12-team expansion is going to be sustainable. Uh, but they left that meeting without a decision. Uh, one of the conferences involved in the voting delayed their vote because they're not really sure how all this is going to shake out. I, you know, And it's college football playoffs. I mean, they, we've, they've got it, what, through 2025, I think. That's only – it's only another year. This is the next year. I mean, yeah. it, now the latest delay uh, has cast more doubt on the future beyond 2025. The final year of the 10 FBS conferences and Notre Dame are contractually bonded together through the CFP's television deal uh, with their media partner ESPN. The CFP, the CFP college football playoff is in the midst of negotiations with ESPN to extend the deal, but there is no currently no contractual bound playoff starting in 2026. In an interview with Yahoo Sports earlier this week, SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey and Big Ten Commissioner Tony Petiti for the first time publicly expressed doubts in their commitment to the future of the CFP. If leaders can't, quote, get right a litany of issues. So what we're talking about and what you're talking about is the Big Ten, Greg Sankey, SEC commissioner, getting together and maybe squeezing the NCAA out of any responsibility, any any oversight, any contractual revenue that they might get by tying themselves to the SEC, the Big Ten, and the, and the college football playoffs. Well, that's all they've been since the NIL's been a thing. I mean, they they once had power, and now they're scraping to get any type of that power back, and they have none. I mean, what, what what you're essentially getting though, you're getting a NFL, you're getting the NFL, you're getting a SEC's the AFC, the Big Ten is the NFC, NFC. and I, I brought this up on the show months ago. How awesome would it be if you had a situation where you had a playoff within the conferences? So say, you know, you have your regular season, say you play ten conference games, then you see that you take the top, top eight, four. Top four, top eight, and let the winner, the champion out of that playoff within the conference play the winner out of the conference of the Big Ten playoff. For then the national kind of, championship, it's kind of like a Super Bowl. Yeah. You got your AFC, NFC winners. Then you could be run, you probably run into what fifteen games a year. And yeah. you think you think that'd be I better mean, than a, than the twelve team playoff that we're going to get next year? I well, think, yeah. I, I, could you imagine a playoff game in Death Valley or in Tuscaloosa or in Knoxville? Well, God, the thing about Lee. it is, if, if if say if you had four major conferences, okay, and the, and each of those major conferences, like Clayton. The clause says, takes their top four teams. Well, that's sixteen teams. Yeah, those top four teams are included. They play each other. Then there's the the, the which are basically semifinals, right. and then the finals, and then the winner of that is involved in the top four teams in the country. Okay, I'm starting to like the sound of this. You see what I mean? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I but, mean that. But what that I way, write this but, down. but what I think where we're headed though, Drake, is you're going to have two big conferences. I don't know if the Big 12 is going to be able to survive. 
You know what I mean? You're getting Washington and UCLA and USC well, to join the Big Ten. That's crazy. I tell you what. Tell you what's going to happen is is the dollar amounts are going to get so big to these university presidents when these media deals are signed between the Big Ten, SEC. The next big media deals are signed, and these schools in the Big Twelve are sitting on the outside looking in, going. Wait a minute. And the ACC. Why? And the ACC. Why are we getting that deal? Why? Are, why? Are, why are well, they're, we, well, they're going to jump. They're going to jump. Why are the we involved? They're so going to. They're going to leave and join either. So the what SEC. they need to do yeah. is right. They need to be absorbed into the SEC or the Big Ten. Either one. That's it. So that they so that they do get a piece of that pie moving forward. Correct. That's why Florida State wants out of the ACC so bad. Because they don't want to. They don't want to get jump back into the fry from out of the fire back in the frying pan. Correct. Yeah. Or from the frying pan in the fire. But this way, Vice you kind of look at it more like from the fire back in the frying pan. Right. Because they don't want to get back into the ACC and be contractually bound, and have to and probably have to play a ton of money to get out. Correct. And then also pay a ton of money to get in to the SEC or the or the Big Ten. I mean, they'll probably more likely they'll probably once. look at look at it just like you said, Clayton. They'll look at it like the NFL buying franchises. You know, if you want to be a franchisee, then you gotta and you're Carolina or Jacksonville or whatever, and you want to expand. The NFL's expanding. Problem is, or the or the NHL. You got to pay a certain fee that's going to be spread out amongst all the other owners, and that's a pretty damn big chunk of money. Absolutely. And so if you're if you're that school and you're Florida State, I don't I don't blame Florida State at all. Mm. Just sit pat and say, hey, we're not sure what we want to do right now. We we we're we're trying to figure out how things are shaking out across college football as a whole. And in circling back around the Vanderbilt, if you're the commissioner. You're going to sit there and say, why should we allow you to continue to be in this conference when we could get somebody like Florida State or Clemson to replace you? That would be more competitive. That brings more value. It brings more value to our league. At Louisville, West Virginia, yeah. any of those schools bring more value Miami. to the SEC than what Vanderbilt does. I mean, the only thing you, the only argument, in my opinion, you can make about Vanderbilt saying in the conference, Memphis, is the academic part. <laughs> well, and and the thing about but, it is, but, but, Van, but who's looking look, at that? Vanderbilt, Vanderbilt, and I, and I get it. You know, there there are friends of mine that are, are big orange I'm, fans. Yeah. there are a lot of friends. Obviously, I have a lot of friends that are Alabama fans. But, and they've made the argument: get Vanderbilt out of the SEC. You get them out. But the problem is, they are a founding member of the Southeastern Conference. Vanderbilt is going nowhere, should they go nowhere, because just because they suck at sports. I get it. So is Swanee. Well, but if I'm Sankey, I say, yes, you're a charter member, but you know who else was a charter member that's actually very successful right now? It's Tulane. Tulane is competitive. Yeah, they yeah. put out more good competitive football than Vanderbilt, team. and that is a high acad- academic school. Georgia, Georgia Tech, was, Tech in there too. was an original yeah. charter member of the SEC. But they now are- you talk about okay, so you're Chancellor of Vanderbilt, and I and I go, yes, yeah. Clayton. You know what, you guys, I know you're the Chancellor of Vanderbilt, but man, 
Y'all just suck. I mean, except for basic baseball. I mean, everything else, maybe tennis and golf, but the big the big sports that generates viewership on the SEC uh, network, uh, on regular broadcast network television, you know, you're not really bringing a whole lot to the table, and you, you and you and and so then you look at me and you say, well, Mister Mister Commissioner Drake, but you got to understand, we're one of twelve schools, ten schools, whatever they started out at. Right, we're one of those schools, man. We're 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 like the founding fathers around here. We're Vanderbilt. We're not. We're legally in the SEC. We're not. And I tell you what, you try to get rid of us just for the sake that we suck in sports, then we're gonna have some type. We're gonna have some big legal issues. Well, you look at. Uh, I mean, I'm just saying. Lou mentioned Swanee, another charter member of the SEC. Yeah. Which God uh, dang, Swanee, that was back like in 1800s. It so was Vanderbilt. Had, yeah, and they had a. <laughs> hey, and they were good in football. Which was the last time they were good at football. Vanderbilt. I mean. <laughs> Well, Not really, well, but well. I, I was about to say, Lou, we we can we can we. I know, you know, know. there's been times. It's just a joke. Don't don't get don't make me get the rooster cranked up. Do I need to, <laughs> do we need to get the rooster cranked up? And the rooster cranks up in basketball. We we forgot about the I, rooster. I know. The rooster. He brought it up to me the other day. He's like, I better not hear that dadgum. And that's that, the nice that version of the rooster. The rooster. I couldn't believe it. Well, we didn't even play the rooster call for the basketball game hey, up in South Carolina's good in team. In Knoxville. They're a good team. We made up for it though. Yes. You North did. Carolina lost. We're about to be four or five again. Up in the AP. There you go. This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake. He's Big Lou. And he's the claw. He knows all and he sees all. And we will be right back. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. Celebrate you with a new vehicle from Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. We have a huge selection of new vehicles waiting for you. We're talking cars, trucks, and SUVs. And if you're in the business of selling your vehicle, we've got you covered. We'll buy from you even if you don't buy from us. At Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia, we're locally owned and operated and proud to serve our community as the largest CDJR dealership in Tennessee. Find your new ride today when you visit Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. We have advertised with WKRM and WKOM for the past several years and found it to be very successful. I highly recommend advertising with them if you have a local business like ours. We're located at 1608 Hatcher Lane here in Columbia. We're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6 and Saturdays from 8 to 2. Stop by Holland's for all your prescription needs where we have fast, friendly, courteous service. We custom fit support hosts for you also. Thanks for supporting Holland's and WKRM and WKOM. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia.
Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at 10pin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Baird's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Baird and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Farmer Johnny here, Taylor Family Farm. I'm going to give you all a little look-see. We raise 100% non-GMO, grass-fed beef, pasture chicken, and pork on our family farm. Everything that we grow is raised with love and care to ensure the highest quality and nutrition for our family and customers. You can shop online at taylorfamilyfarmtn.com or visit our farm store in person at Etheridge, Tennessee at 301 Dave Reisner Road. That's taylorfamilyfarmtn.com for more information. The generations that have paved the way for us deserve respect, integrity, and compassion. This is Kelly Dobson, owner of Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. My grandmother and mother started this business in 2005, and I was honored to take over in 2012. Licensed and insured, we help our aging community stay in the comfort of their own homes. Online at caringheartshomehealthcarellc.com, by phone 931-381-5470, or in person at 1121 Trawood Avenue here in Columbia. That's Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. This is Trey Adcock with Dixie Equipment Sales and Rental. We sell ASV and Wacker Noisen equipment. We also rent a wide variety of compact equipment in the Middle Tennessee area. Come see us. We are located in Columbia, Tennessee at 200 East 16th Street. You can call us at 615-969-0118 or visit our website at www.dixiediesel.com. We have been in business for over 42 years and we would love to help you turn your project into reality. This is Coach Devin Simler from Columbia Central Baseball. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. Welcome back into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake, joined in the studio by Big Lou Maddox, Clayton the Claw Harris, and we are roughly 72 hours away from Super Bowl 58 in Las Vegas, Nevada, one of my favorite cities on the planet. What's your plan? Now, I've never been to many other, a lot of other cities across the planet, but 
What's your I plan? like Las Vegas. What are you and Susie going to do? You know, do? I don't I don't know. It, it, it just might be uh, me, the wife, and Carl. Just, you know. I got to meet that dog. You got to – Carl's a cool dog. He, he is really, a cool dog. He's a cool dog. He's a little yippy at first, but once he gets to know you, you can't up. shake him. I mean, he's like, you know. Love it. So, so anyway, um, I don't know what we're going to get into right now. I don't really have any plans. It, the older I get, it seems like the more fun I have just sitting at home in front of the TV, near the bathroom, and the refrigerator. Now, the uh, place you like to get your wings during the week, they yeah. usually have a good they have a, yeah. They give away TVs yeah. and all kinds of – Yeah, up towards Spring Hill from yeah. Columbia. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they have a big time up there. And we have been known just to slide up there for the first half. Yeah. And grab some wings, something to eat, and then head home at halftime. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, we've got it got it on YouTube recorded anyway, so we can go back and watch Usher. Sure. Sure. Hey, that I tell you what, that's gonna be fantastic. Yeah. Reba Usher's gonna be really good. Reba is singing the national anthem. It's probably the most non talked about, not talked about Super Bowl halftime show of all time. Just wait, till he performs, Just wait till oh, he performs. Just wait. Oh, it'll be good. I know that. He'll, yeah. He'll be Maybe really we can good. go out the little Usher and. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. So, but anyway, uh, Reba's going to be doing the national anthem, and I don't know what the over under on the time is. I wouldn't think minute twenty eight. A minute twenty eight. I'm gonna yeah. bet. I'm a bet under. I agree. I don't think she's going to draw it out. I think she's gotten to a point where Lung she's not going to make it. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm just saying I'm going to go under the 128. Yeah, so, yeah. you know. And Post Malone is going to do America the Beautiful. That'll be good. And um, Usher at halftime. I mean, Usher touches so many different generations too. I mean, his first album came out in the late 90s or mid 90s, and he's just had hit after hit. So CBS is covering the Super Bowl. Tony Romo. Uh, Tony Romo, Jim Nance, and Tracy Wolfson are the team. Hello, friends. And uh, that's pretty good. Uh, you can stream it on Paramount Plus, NFL Plus, CBS Sports app, Hulu and Live TV, YouTube TV, Fubo TV, and Sling TV. You can listen to it on Westwood One Radio. Sirius XM NFL Radio will carry it. And if you haven't bought a ticket yet, <laughs> you can go to Ticketmaster, On Location, Vivid Seats, or SeatGeek, which is where I get all my tickets. Like I saw the cheapest uh, one was I'm eight a grand. Geek. Cheapest is eight grand. I think the most expensive in the bowl, not a suite, was like forty five thousand. So in the when we went the Allegiant Stadium had just been built, and Susan and I took a tour of it. I they, remember that. You they, were standing at midfield? Yeah, we were standing at midfield. One end of the field is like this huge – kind of like this huge club. They've got all these kind of couches and sofas. Now, they might change it for the Super Bowl. But for Raiders games, there's kind of a club on the end zone – I guess it was the end zone club, whatever they want to call it. But they had all these kind of leather and chrome chairs. And, you know, of course, they're obviously weighted on. There's a bar there. I mean, only in Vegas, right? And on and on one end of the field, um, they had these retract – in the on the club level, which is up above, about, about midway there on the – I guess that's a south end zone. 
but they had these huge, I'm talking about 40-foot sliding glass door windows that opens up completely. And when you look out, you see the whole skyline of Vegas on that end of the of the stadium. It's really cool. And, and, I mean, they, and their field is kind of like in Arizona. They can take it out. They can roll it in and out, yes. And, and I got an interesting story about a Columbia connection that we can talk about tomorrow. Okay. Uh, that helped design that. There you have it. So, uh, we know who's going to – Reba and Reba McIntyre. You know, that that's great. I think that's – you know, she's a 2011 Country Music Hall of Fame inductee. Uh, she's won more than 50 awards during her career. First female artist to win Country Music Association's Vocalist of the Year Award four consecutive times. So, she's got she's got the pedigree. She had a TV show, too, on WB. Yeah, she's pretty funny. Yep. I thought she did a good job. So, uh, congratulations to her. Uh, the latest odds on the Super Bowl. Now, we're, tomorrow's show is going to be totally dedicated to the Super Bowl and gambling on the Super Bowl, period. We're just going to talk about all different types of wagers, prop bets, you name it. Get a pen and pencil handy. You want to jot these down because you might find a future. Like, we're going to run through probably – I don't know, 50 or 60 of them. And these are prop bets. And we're going to talk about matchups, key matchups for the Super Bowl. Um, you know, Patrick Mahomes against the strong defense of Dre Greenlaw, uh, Fred Warner. Mm-hmm. And if we remember Fred Warner, and because this is a matchup from four years ago, Super Bowl 54. Mm hmm which Kansas City trailed in the second half by 10 points and won by 11. They were down 20 to 10. They won 31-20. Wow. And Fred Warner, and it's really funny to watch this old, the older film from that game, watching Fred Warner and Patrick Mahomes in kind of this dance as they would put put players in motion and Fred Warner would adjust. And then, you know – it, I, mean, it's just, I think we're going to have a great game. I think it's going to be a tight game. Um, but I wouldn't bet against Darlene Con- – I mean, uh, Patrick Mahomes. I wouldn't do it. There's no way. Wouldn't do it. This is – does that mean we got to go? Is got one it? minute, man. I got one minute. Um, I guess we're going to have to change overtime rules. We'll talk about that. The overtime rules for the Super Bowl has to be changed. It can't end in a tie. Nope. We'll have to talk about that tomorrow. Uh, yeah, I guess they'll just extend overtimes, right? As soon going. as the 15-minute runs out, I think they flip another coin and decide again. Wouldn't that be something? That'd be crazy. This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. We want to thank you for joining us. I know you all have a lot on your plate. Thank you for joining in and listening. And uh, we'll be back tomorrow, all Super Bowl, all wagering tomorrow. I'm Drake for Big Lou and Clayton DeClaw. We're out. She said, baby, let's go. When I told her.